Welcome to the Glow Radio Podcast. I'm your host, Jacqueline Sun. I'm a lifestyle YouTuber and health and wellness enthusiast. This is where we will have raw and unfiltered conversations around wellness, self-care, astrology, relationships, and career. Join me and be empowered to become your best self mentally, emotionally, and physically. It's time to manifest your dream life. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Glow Radio, episode 80. Today, I'm going to have a very intuitive episode with you guys. Once again, I feel like I've been really embracing the idea of intuitive living. I feel like that is like the new mantra for my life. And it's so funny because I have actually a very intuitive moment that I want to share with you guys. So last week, I was in this store, like in a crystal store. I was just looking at some crystals. It was a metaphysical store, like a very spiritual store. And then I saw this guy in there. And then I was like, I wonder if that's a guy that my friend has been telling me about that she's been seeing. And I don't know why that thought just kind of popped into my mind. I think it was because she told me that he's also very spiritual. And to me, I felt like it's kind of unusual to see a very spiritual man in a store like that. So I had that thought. I was like, hmm, I wonder if it's that guy she's been seeing. And then lo and behold, my friend literally walks into the store and I'm like, oh my God, it was just like such a moment. I was like, hi, girl. And then she like introduces me to him and it was just like so funny. So I just wanted to share that moment with you guys and to share that when you tap into your intuition more and actually start listening, you can see how the universe is speaking to you and just tap into your intuitiveness. And I'm a Pisces, so I'm very intuitive. I'm a water sign, but it does still take me practice to to listen to my intuition. And I feel like another way that I've been listening to my intuition is through my practices and by that I for by that I mean meditation or even like anything spiritual meditation journaling whatever it may be I feel like that's been an area of my life where I've been really trying to be more intuitive with it so an example is that a few weeks ago I was working from home and I was like I just need kind of a me day I'm just gonna take a break and do all things spiritual just to reset and I felt like I was kind of forcing myself to be quote-unquote spiritual that day like I was forcing myself to journal because I was like I just want to document my life so I want to write things down but when I started journaling I felt like my intuition was just telling me to stop journaling like my intuition was saying girl you don't need to journal right now but I was like battling it I was like I just want to record things I want to write things down so I'm going to do it but I just knew my intuition was telling me to stop so finally I stopped and then I was chatting with Clara and then I was like do you want to go out to like I was like I really want to go to a crystal store because I've been like so obsessed with crystals lately and just learning about the vibrations of different stones and what the benefits are it's like super woo woo stuff but I've just gotten very into it if you are into it let me know on Instagram as well so we went out to a crystal store we had lunch and then we just had like a life-changing conversation where we came up with so many ideas so many things and I can actually share this news with you guys because I shared a little bit on a few podcasts ago 
but now this is actually coming to fruition so I can share with you. If you guys didn't know, my full-time job is being a marketing manager for a YouTube channel called A Filthy Lot. And it's a wonderful job. It's literally my dream job that I manifested for the time being. I shared with you guys so much of how I manifested my dream job a few episodes back. And Clara, my roommate and my best friend, just got hired to work with me today. And it was so so just like funny and exciting because I actually got the chance to interview her along with my boss and along with HR which was just like such a fun and weird experience and she was actually like the best candidate for the role so she's gonna start working there as an online community manager she's gonna be working very closely side by side with me and I'm just so excited because in my company Everyone is allowed to be creative and create content for the YouTube channel as long as it's approved, you know, and goes through the process and everything. So I'm very excited because we always have so many ideas, especially because we're both like astrology geeks. We really want to do this thing like astrology entertainment. So now we can actually do it and get paid for it. So I'm super stoked about it. This has been like something that's been on our minds for like the last few weeks. We've gone through moments where we're like, oh my God, is she going to get the job? What if she doesn't get it? And we just realized we needed to like let go of it and not be a manic manifester as Gabby Bernstein says in her book, The Super Attractor. We didn't want to be a manic manifester. We didn't want to be a pusher. These are people who may, may be very spiritual, who are like meditating, journaling, but are still like controlling and forcing the outcome. And that is not what we wanted to do. But of course, we're human, you know, so we did go through periods of doubt and like, especially me, like I was pretty anxious about the thing and I was trying not to think about it too much and just like hold on to it very loosely because I knew if it was meant to be, it would happen. So a, a few weeks ago, me and Claire actually did an activity and we were like, let's just imagine you not getting the job because I felt like we really needed to re release control of it. And she said that when we did that, it actually really helped her a lot because it helped her kind of realize what her life, like passion and life goal was. Like she still is on a very spiritual journey and she wants to be a healer or she is a healer and she wants to help people in that way. So she was like, even if she doesn't get the job, she's still going to be doing her own thing. She's still going to be doing Reiki, doing like tarot readings and things like that. But she ends up getting the job. So we knew it was meant to be. It was, it was actually very crazy. I can tell you guys the story now because she got the job. So she's kind of been in this funk lately, kind of just trying to figure out what she wants to do in the next step in her career. She's been a personal trainer for a while. I also used to be a personal trainer. We both worked at the same gym before. And it's funny because I feel like our paths in life have been very parallel, but also very different. So if you guys didn't know, she actually used to be a co-host with me on Glow Radio before we decided to change things up here and rebrand. So we have worked together in a sense before and the job that she did for us on the podcast was essentially the online community manager. She would engage with other social media accounts and things like that. So I knew she would be perfect for the role. But it's funny because she didn't know what job she was going to get and she had two other interviews already. They were also jobs that her friends had 
uh, referred her to you, but she didn't end up getting those jobs. And then so she was just so stumped. She was like, what am I supposed to do? And she's been doing a lot of readings with her oracle cards and things like that. And she said that she keeps getting the message, ask a friend. And when she told me that, I was literally like, oh my God, my work is hiring right now. Like my boss literally told me that we're planning to hire an online community manager. So I was like, I feel like that could be a suitable job for you. And it just clicked. You know, I, I felt like it was such an intuitive moment when she said that because I wouldn't have necessarily presented the job to her. Like it, it wasn't as clear to me in the beginning that she was a great fit. But after she told me that, she was like, ask a friend. And I was like, I feel like I'm supposed to tell you this. So once I told her that and then we just realized all the opportunities and all the things that we could create, we were like, oh my God, I feel like this could really be a thing. Like it's something that we both wanted to do. We've already worked together before and I love our dynamic together because we're quite opposite people. And I feel like when we have a situation on our hands, we can provide different perspectives. So... That happened and then I told my boss about it that my roommate would be a great fit for this job and he was like, yeah, tell her to apply. And a funny thing about my work is that there's actually a lot of, um, there's a lot of nepotism, I would say, <laughs> but like qualified nepotism. And by that I mean like at my work, a lot of couples work together, which I feel like is very unusual because usually couples... I don't know, I feel like they tend to not want to work together. But a lot of couples work together at my work and also a lot of friends because, like, it's kind of like a friends and family business. So I was like, oh, like, I feel like it would be so awesome for Clara to work there. And then we had the whole process. She handed in an assignment. She killed it. Like, my boss said it was, like, the best assignment. And then... The whole time, my boss is telling me, like, do your best to not be biased. So at the end of the interviews, like, we had three today, I was like, I didn't want to say anything at first because I wanted to see what my boss's reaction was in my HR. And they were like, it's, like, a very obvious choice that Clara was the best one. And then I was like, oh, my God, I can't believe this is happening. And then another thing was that my boss told me that his girlfriend's mom owns an alpaca farm. And I don't know if I've shared this on the podcast before, but that is like literally me and Clara's dream to own an alpaca farm when we're like retired or like when we're 45 or something like that, which is like quite early retirement, but we'll see how it goes. And I was like, oh my God, I can't believe someone I know kind of like so close to me has an alpaca farm. And we were like screaming when he told us that. And then I was like, me and Clara literally like a few months ago wrote out a business plan for owning an alpaca farm. So I was just shook when he told me that. <laughs> so anyway, that was like my day today. It was a crazy day. And yeah, it was just so weird. And in this episode, I wanted to chat with you guys a little bit more about a few things. I want to chat with you guys about how I've been embracing slower living this year. Because if you knew me, like even just last year, I'm someone that gets overwhelmed very easily. I get anxious very easily. I used to be a workaholic and just like stressed out all the time. I didn't know how to not be stressed, especially with work. Even when I was doing something that I was enjoying, I would be stressed out. And 
this is like be when I was an entrepreneur and things like that. I've talked to you guys how I manifested my current job at a filthy lot. You guys can listen to that in episode 66 if you guys want to listen to how I manifested my dream career. But before this, I would get very stressed out about work and I felt like that was part of the reason why I couldn't manifest my dream career because my mental health was just not ready for it. Because if I still had the same mindset that I had last year in the same dream job that I have now, I probably wouldn't be very healthy or very happy and I would probably still be very stressed out. So I just wanted to chat with you guys about that and just kind of share what I've been doing to embrace slower living and to de-stress. And one thing is that I stopped feeling guilty for not being productive every second of the day. I think this is to do with like Asian culture a little bit because Asians are such like performance, it's such a performance-based culture where we just like are workaholics. So there are still pros to that, but I would say that a lot of cons is that it causes a lot of guilt for not working hard enough. And I just felt like, I needed to be working or else I wouldn't achieve my goals. But now I've realized that the universe slash God is still working even when we are not. And just because we are resting, it doesn't mean that we don't have any ambition. Like there's a difference between resting and just being lazy. So I've started resting so much more this year, especially because all my health issues kicked off like at the beginning of this year, starting in February. I told you guys a lot about that. And I truly believe that it was because I was hanging on to so much stress from all the years of my childhood trauma and also from being in my previous toxic relationship for over 13 years. Just after that ended... like all the stress came out and my body's like okay it's time to heal now because I was in a safe place like I was in a new relationship my dream relationship or I am in that relationship with my boyfriend I'm in my dream job now and everyone is so understanding at work like my boss knows about my health issues so I just felt like the universe was saying it's time for you to heal so I've been dealing with my histamine intolerance adrenal fatigue candida insomnia, anxiety. It's been a process and honestly I have come such a long way since February already because back then I didn't know what the issue was and I just couldn't get out of bed because I had so many migraines and headaches and I just felt dizzy and anxious all the time. So I'm grateful that I figured out what it was. I've been doing the mental healing, emotional healing and I am so much farther now because now I can literally go to work Usually at least three to five times a week I go to the office. Sometimes I work from home and I'm just so happy about it. But it's definitely an up and down journey. Like as I'm speaking to you guys today, I am not feeling my best. But that's also because of some poor food choices I made yesterday. Like I was feeling really great earlier this week. I had some really good sleeps. Like one of the nights I slept literally for eight hours or more than that. I slept from like 10 p.m. to 8 a.m. And I felt amazing. So that hasn't happened this whole year much at all because I usually wake up in the middle of the night at least one time, if not more. Like there's been nights where I literally wake up like three to five times. It's it's pretty frustrating. But 
this week I was doing really well and then yesterday I just had a craving. I was like, I really want A&W breakfast and A&W is like just by my office. So I went over there, got a breakfast, I got a cheese and egg and usually gluten sets me off a bit and gives me migraines and headaches. But I was like, I'm feeling so good this week so let's just test it out. And I ended up not feeling well and then the day went on and I ate a few other things that were probably triggering for me. But I, but I reminded myself not to be hard on myself. And I remember the tip that Samantha Gladish gave me in just the previous episode, episode 79. She is a holistic nutritionist who has her own podcast called The Healthy Hormones for Women. If you guys haven't heard that previous episode, highly recommend you go check it out because we talk so much about health, just how to be your best self, how to improve your sleep, things like that. So she said this one thing because I had asked her, what would she recommend someone do if they're having a reaction at the moment? Like they're having a reaction because of a food sensitivity and they're having like migraines, you know, what would you suggest to them? And she was just saying to be aware that your body is not able to handle that food right now, but maybe you can introduce it later on. Like there's no reason to be hard on yourself. It's okay. So I just reminded myself that because I feel like in the past I would probably be very hard on myself and be like, oh my god, I shouldn't have eaten that food. I should have known better and just like beating myself up about it. But I just remembered her saying that and I was like, it's no big deal. You know, I'm going to recover from this. Like I might have a headache for a little bit, you know, I'm not feeling my best today, but I'm grateful that I'm better than I was a few months ago and I'm going to just keep moving forward. So today, yeah, I'm not feeling the greatest, but I'm thankful that I'm able to work from home. So tomorrow I am going to be working from home and I'm going to, you know, clean up my diet a bit, like focus on the foods that are not triggering and go from there. I feel like I've learned how to be less hard on myself in other areas, but sometimes that bad habit still comes up. I mentioned to you guys how I used to struggle with binge eating back in the day and I truly believe that that started from me being way too hard on myself because I would go from like restricting and being like I can't have any sugar at all this whole week and like I would restrict 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 and then that would lead to me just binging out of control and that was a horrible feeling like it was the worst things like one of the worst things that's happened to me in my life or that I've done to myself. So just learning from that experience, I know now not to give myself these unrealistic goals, these unrealistic expectations, because it leads to me being disappointed. And then it's just kind of like digging a hole for myself and it's not a good cycle. So I know now whenever I'm like learning a new skill or just trying a new thing, I make baby steps for myself that are very achievable so that when I achieve one thing it gives me a sense of you know joy happiness accomplishment and then I can jump to the next thing I especially did this when I started learning how to meditate this year because I never used to really meditate I knew the benefits of it because so many of my friends and family have done it or do meditation and a lot of my friends were recommending me to try it this year since I was dealing with all my health issues. So in the beginning when I started meditating, I literally would do like two minutes at a time or five minutes. And that was it. 
because I knew that that's something I could do. It was very daunting for me to think about doing like a 20 minute meditation because it was not a habit that I built before. So started with that. I didn't even make a time goal for myself. Like I wasn't like, oh, I must do this meditation like three times a week, five times a week. I didn't even want to do that. I just kept it a priority in my mind. And I was like, whenever I remember, whenever I think about it, I'm going to do a meditation. And then the more I was curious about it, the more I started discovering different types of meditations. For example, I stumbled upon Dr. Joe Dispenza, which I love and I've talked to you guys about him before. He is a neuroscientist and he teaches people how to use their mind to heal their bodies of like crazy diseases. His story is that he was in a very bad bicycle accident where his spine like literally broke and the doctors told him he had to get like the surgery to fix his spine or else he wouldn't ever walk again and he didn't want to do that so he literally manifested through meditation his spine healing like vertebrae by vertebrae and I think it was something like in nine weeks after doing this like all the time every single day for about three hours a day he was healed and he was able to walk again So I was like, that is crazy, you know, and I want to do that with my health right now. So I've made it a priority to really envision my gut healing whenever I am meditating because most of my issues are stemming from my gut. You know, when you are so stressed out all the time, your gut is not doing well. So that's been a priority of mine to envision my gut healing. Another thing that I've been really getting into is yoga. And I feel like this is so crazy for me because this is so different from who I was before. Like, I used to love high-intensity training, just weightlifting, and I'm hoping to get back into it, like, sometime in the future, but right now that's not something my body can handle, and I really feel like yoga has helped me because I no longer see yoga as a workout but it's more of a meditation, it's breath work, it's learning how to flow with your body, to breathe as your body moves, and it's relaxing, you know. I love doing yin yoga. Yin yoga is where you hold poses for quite long at a time, and I used to hate that. Like, I used to not understand the purpose of it, and I was such an antsy person. I just didn't enjoy yoga, and Even as a personal trainer, I wouldn't stretch very much because I just hated it. So I've been starting to do yoga again and I haven't really done a workout since like February. That's been like almost nine months now or more than that. And I feel like this is the longest that I've ever gone without working out ever since I started my fitness journey. But I'm not beating myself up about it. I know that I'm going to get my fit body back in the future when my body is ready. When I'm in, when I am healed, I will be able to work out again. But now, I actually just had an itch to move a little bit. And I know I'm not ready for high intensity training yet. So, I was like, how about I just try yoga? And I found this studio that's not too far away from me where I really like the vibes. They do bring out like the meditative state of yoga because I don't like studios that treat yoga as a workout because I've realized it's not really a workout. You know, it is a type of meditation. And it's funny because I've been pretty like curious about Ayurveda 
and just learning about your dosha body type. I'm not super familiar with it. I am learning about it. So I will share with you guys more as I learn more. But I remember there's three body types called Kapha, Pitta, and Vita. And I remember doing quizzes a long time ago. I didn't even remember exactly what it was, but I redid it recently. And I am Pitta, and I think a bit of Vita. And for these body types, it's recommended to do slower exercise, like yoga and something gentle. And back, like years ago, when I did the quizzes, I was like, why does it suggest that? Like, I hate yoga like I hate doing slow movement like I'm all about high intensity whatever but now I realize like it's actually so good for my body and I think it's also because I've released a lot of trapped anger resentment from my childhood like before I felt like I was a very very angry person and I think a lot of it was absorbed from my parents relationship when I was young and I've talked to them about this recently which I've shared with you guys in previous episodes so I've been able to go through so much immense healing in that area but I definitely absorbed a lot of anger from them so I was a very angry person growing up like even until just like this year I was holding on to a lot of anger and I think that's partly why I really enjoyed high intensity training because I just had so much anger I wanted to release like I love kickboxing you know and stuff like that but now I've just realized how beneficial yoga can be and like taking things slow, enjoying the moment. Like this year, I've actually spent more time just like lying in bed, doing nothing productive at all, like either meditating, journaling, or just like listening to binaural beats, gongs. Like this year, I've spent so much time doing that. And years ago, I would never have any downtime. Like, when I was an entrepreneur, I still have a very entrepreneurial spirit and I'm sure I will do something entrepreneurial again in the future, but I will definitely approach it differently because before I would like work a nine to five that I hated, come home, do my project literally until bedtime and then go to bed and not have any downtime. And that was so unhealthy for me. So this year, I am still doing like some side projects on my own for fun, but because my job is so fulfilling for me, I don't feel the need to like want to quit so soon. Like before my motivation was like, I want to get my side business running so that I can quit my day job. But now I'm in a place where like I really enjoy my job and I could see myself working there for years. So I don't feel the need to like really start anything right now and I feel like if I'm tired from work I will lie in bed and do nothing or if I want to do something if I want to record a podcast then I'll go do that you know I really listen to my body and I feel like that's another aspect of intuitive living as well. I also wanted to talk a little bit about the moon and I feel like this month has been kind of crazy because Mercury retrograde just ended praise the Lord because I was really laying low during this past Mercury retrograde I felt like I had to do a lot of shadow work and a lot of just things that weren't healed yet were being presented to me and I just didn't feel my best I wasn't in the best mood I felt a bit grumpy all the time and that's why I didn't want to record a podcast because I didn't want to share those negative vibes with you guys And then the full moon comes 
and full moons are a really great time for releasing, for shedding, for letting go. And I feel like after that blue moon on Halloween, I felt already a lot lighter. And then retrograde ended and I just, that was like the day I had such an amazing sleep. <laughs> and yeah, so that happened and new moons are a really great time to manifest. So I'm really looking forward to the new moon in Scorpio coming out soon. I'm just excited to manifest what I want and I talk to you guys about manifestation so much on this podcast. One thing that I've really learned with manifestation is that there's kind of an art to it. Like you do want to be specific, but you don't want to be too specific where you're like controlling the outcome. For example, before for my dream job, dream job manifestation, I would be like, I must be a YouTuber. Like, that is my manifestation. I'm going to be a YouTuber. And I was just, like, so married to that idea that it I was manic manifesting and it wasn't happening. And when I finally decided to release control and just allow the universe to give me what was best for me, I finally landed my dream job, which I didn't even know existed. But it was everything that I wanted and everything that I need at this time. That's because I changed my manifestation. I wasn't like, I must be a YouTuber or I must work for this company. I was just like, I want to work in a space that I love doing something that I'm passionate about. I want to work with cool coworkers, have a really good boss who I get along with and that I can learn from. And then that's literally when I landed my dream job. So that's just a tip for you guys. If you really feel like, what you're trying to manifest in your life is not happening, then, you know, revise your manifestation. You might have to adjust your list and and think of there if there's anything in your life that you need to release because I also needed to release my toxic relationship. I had to change my mindset about work. And now I'm, I'm still kind of going through that process where sometimes I will feel guilty if I feel like I'm not being productive enough. Like I'm still a human, so I'm still battling that. But I am so much better than I was before. And I know like my work is so understanding, like no one is putting pressure on me except for myself. So that's just a constant thing that I need to remind myself and I need to tell myself that things don't happen in a day. It's okay to take my time. Like I said, the universe is still working even when we are not. And I've learned to be more okay with interruptions, schedule changes. You know, I've learned to go with the flow of the universe. And when we are just open, I feel like things come to us much easier. It's it's when we're like trying to force things and control things and like play God things don't happen. We're like trying to force the universe to do things our way. But if we just let it go, whatever is best for you will happen. Whatever is meant to be will happen. And another thing I wanted to chat with you guys about is living without judgment. I feel like this has been on my mind a lot lately. And I wanted to share how it's okay to be called to different causes. I feel like in our in our day and age or like in this world now with social media, like there's so much shaming going on. For example, let's say you're someone who is very called to the cause of uh, stopping human trafficking and you're just like so gung-ho about it, which is awesome, you know, but not everyone may be called to that same 
cause. And it's not necessary for you to like push it on people or shame people who are not interested in it because it just might not be their calling. I feel like this quote I really love is, promote what you love instead of bashing what you hate. So like, I feel like everyone is called to different things and it's okay to do that. For example, let's see, if you are called to, what's a good example? Uh, fast fashion. If you are called to really like live sustainably, stop buying fast fashion, or live like a vegan plant-based life. I know that's something that I have experimented with in the past. Those things are all amazing things, but you don't need to shame people who are not doing it or who might not be called to it. I'm definitely guilty of that because back when I used to be a vegan, I was a vegan for almost two years, and I truly thought that was like the best way to live at that time until my body started rejecting it and my body was just showing me signs that like living this vegan lifestyle was not working out for me. And I was like, oh my God, I've been like preaching this lifestyle for so long. And I feel like I've been kind of like too forceful about it. And I'm like, okay, I get it now. Like my body wants balance. And that was not a balanced lifestyle for me. So I started eating meat again and animal products and I found my balance. But back then I was like, oh my God, why aren't people living this way? Like I just wish they were and I would kind of like shame people who weren't knowledgeable about it or who weren't living that way. And now I know that that's completely not necessary. I may have been called to it at that time and that is my own personal choice, but Everyone else has their own personal choices and I feel like we can all love each other and be in the same space and love each other's differences. I might be called to live a, a vegan lifestyle, but I can still love someone who isn't. So I just wanted to share that with you guys. I feel like that's something that's been really heavy on my mind lately. Like, and. I'm so human, you know, I never, I never say that I am perfect because I am not. And just because I may be very called to a certain cause, I will never force it on anyone else. And I don't shame people who are not doing it. Like, I will do my best to live sustainably, for example, but there are still times where I might not recycle if it's not available. Or I definitely still buy fast fast fashion sometimes. And all I can do is my best and sometimes doing my best isn't or it's not perfect because I am human. So I just hope you guys recognize that and I hope that you guys don't guilt and shame other people for their own choices. So that's what I wanted to share with you guys today. I feel like that was a very intuitive episode because I just kept talking and talking and I'm very excited to continue this journey of intuitive living. If you guys do enjoy the Glow Radio podcast, it would mean so much to me if you guys leave a review on iTunes. It really helps more people discover the podcast and helps me continue doing what I do and just share my message with everyone around the world. So please go do that and make sure to go follow us on Instagram at Glow Radio Co., and if you guys listened, I think it was a couple episodes ago where I shared with you guys that I created a new Instagram account, a new personal Instagram account. 
it's at Jack, I'm Jacqueline Sun. But right now I'm kind of like really torn between the idea of like, oh, should I like really focus on my new account or should I kind of post on my old one sometimes, which was at underscore Jacqueline Sun. And I did build a bit of a following on there. It's not a huge following, but I do have a, a bigger following on that account. But I'm also torn just because like the engagement is not very high and I feel like my niche has changed so many times and things like that. So I'm just kind of battling that right now. If you guys have any suggestions or words you want to say, you can Instagram DM me on one of the accounts and just let me know. But yeah, that's just kind of been something that's um, challenging for me lately. So we'll see how it goes. But thank you so much for listening, guys. I love you all, and I shall chat with you guys in the next episode. Bye!